Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you have, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. People change their names. You could email me from a phony number. I don't really care who you are, really, honestly. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have a true naughty story that you want to call in and talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. On my website, there's links to everything, including my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You could go there, subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because I get to talk to people. That's the place where people could comment and then I could comment back. It's totally fair. And I love commenting about the episodes. You could comment now on Spotify. People are able to comment on the episodes, which is super fun. I love hearing from my listeners. If you love my show and you listen, make sure to subscribe on any podcast app that you're on. And if you're on Spotify or iTunes, give me a five-star review. That kind of shit really helps the show. Now, if you just have a naughty confession that you want to leave on my confessions hotline, you could do that. And if you do that, your confession could wind up on an episode. All of the confessions remain anonymous. I change everyone's voices. If you leave your real name on there, I take it out. If you say a phone number, that's taken out too. Don't worry about it. But I do now every Thursday air a naughty confessions episode where I air the confession and then I give my critique. That's what this episode is. It's a naughty confessions episode. If you want to take part in that, call my confessions hotline. Make sure you talk slowly, clearly. Don't call from a headset. Just put the phone to your ear old school style and call that way. That's probably the best way to get a good connection so I could actually hear what you're saying. You get four minutes to leave a message if you want to talk some more. Just call back. I edit them together. The number is 347 420 That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24 Seven. Those confessions are also aired on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a really great place to go and join and take part in my Discord community going on over there. Besides getting to be a part of my Discord community, there's over 2,000 people on there and everyone's getting super naughty. You get access to that on my Patreon. You also see anonymous pics of all of my guests, like every single female guest that's been on my show. You could see, you could put a body to the... <laughs> to the episode. It's the, all those pictures are over my Patreon. You get early and ad-free episodes. You get Q&As. And like I said, you get access to my Discord channel where people are getting super naughty and having fun. There's over 2,000 people already signed up there. So sign up now. It's only $5 a month and you could cancel at any time. 
That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now, if Patreon did something stupid recently and offered like some sort of membership tier that's free, there's nothing free on Patreon. What's free on my show is all of my podcast episodes. Every podcast episode I make is for free. But if you go over to Patreon, you are going to be paying the lowest tier is $5, but you get a lot for your five bucks. You get access to everything that I've ever posted. I've been doing my Patreon for years, so you don't just get what I posted this week. You get all of the back content, so there's so much stuff over there that you could get access to. So today I have on Brandon. Now, Brandon has done a lot of stuff in his life. He's got some funny stories. He's, I don't know that he'd call himself bi. He does like to suck a dick every now and then. He also has bottomed with a guy. He is married when he was younger. He had his first experience with a guy. That experience is really kind of funny what happened, how it happened. That was, that first experience is what made him realize he was into guys. He eventually started also going to swingers clubs when he was younger by himself He had a lot of hooking up with couples and stuff like that. Eventually, he met a woman, got married. Turns out she's bi. He put it on the table that he was bi and that he went to sex parties and swingers clubs and she was down. So the minute they got married, they started going to clubs together. They've only played with each other at clubs. His wife has a free pass to play with girls. He has a free pass for her to play with guys. For him, it's kind of like a don't ask, don't tell. He has played with guys. He talks all about that. He's been to bathhouses, bookstores, nude beaches. He has a story where he blew like three guys on a nude beach. He talks all about that and then he ends with the story of uh, him getting bottomed by a waxer guy i don't know (laughs) guy and guy action sometimes just sounds like straight up porn the way guys hook up with each other it's just so random and fast and it just fucking happens towards the end when he starts when i start asking him some really hard questions i'm like is he fucking telling the truth i don't know i'm not putting this out as a fact or fiction but if towards the end you start to get to feel like is he telling the truth or not let me know in the comment section because that i would say 90 percent into the episode i started to think what the fuck are these stories true i don't know but i but i believed him for 90 percent of the time so i'm not putting it out as a fact or fiction but i'm interested in what you think uh, of the stories whether the whole thing is a fucking lie or i don't know i i don't know you'll see what i mean when you're listening but the whole episode is interesting though I think you'll believe him like I did 90% of the time. I just feel like towards the end, I was a little scratch of my head. And I wonder if you will be too. Comment on YouTube or on my Patreon. <laughs> anyway, his story's interesting. You're going to love it. His name is Brandon. I'm going to be right back on with Brandon. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Good, Kathy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, Brandon. So listen, this is the short story. Then you're going to tell me the whole story. You are a guy. You were secretly bi at one time. And then and a guy who like, you're married, though, and you hook up with guys on the side. And then your wife found out. I think she happens to be t- bi, too. I forget if that was in the email. But well, she wound up giving you a free pass. And that's where you're at now. But you also... I think included in the email that you did some experimenting with swinging as well when you were in college. Is that the short story? Is that correct way to summarize your life? <laughs> yeah. So what ended up happening is in college, I was did didn't mess around once with the guy. It was a, a art uh, art posing gone gone awry. I went in there and it was two guys and ended up 
freezing up when I was totally nude in front of him. And the one guy decided to strip down and, and he to show me how to how to pose. And he had the most, I don't know, he had a very big, big, big dick. Uh-huh. And it was impressive. It stuck in my mind. And so nothing happened at that point. But at that time, I was dating another girl who was a prude. And so that kind of stuck in my head that eroticism did. So the next week, I kind of went over back to his house and to get a, a picture for him, for my wife, or not my wife, my girlfriend at the time, for Valentine's Day. And I ended up going down for the first time on a guy. And that was my first experience with the guy. And you would uh, pause that for about 10, 15 years, met my wife. And she, when I met her, she's very adventurous, pretty much younger than me. And she explained to me that she had a, was open to, to sleeping with women as well. So once we got married, I hadn't been playing with uh, men at all. But once we got married and this openness, it kind of like reawakened all this stuff. So now every once in a while... When the opportunity strikes, I, I kind of go out and do my thing. She does her thing too, but but not as frequently as I do. But she knows. So she's always known that you were bi too? Yeah, I was one of the one of the things I told her about my first experience first and only experience. Okay, so she didn't ever catch you. I was wrong. She never caught you. It wasn't like you were doing anything secretly behind her back ever. No. Okay, cool. So let's go no. all the way. But what about this sw- swinging? When did you, were you a swinger in college? Is that you? Or is that someone else? No, no, I was, when I, when I joined after college for work, I worked for the, uh, what you say, a federal agency. Mm-hmm. And I would, and I would go to, uh, go to sex parties, sex clubs. Okay, well, we can't go and, over that. Uh, let's go in chronological order. Let's start with the first experience, which is, it sounds like the first thing you did that was a little out of the box was blow that guy which is kind of hardcore it just shows the difference between men and women like a guy will be like oh horny for someone and they'll just go over and blow him without any kind of contact i mean like girls don't typically roll like that but you did right so so you're like decided to be a nude model in for an art class correct correct Uh and you couldn't get hard during your posing so some guy who had a really big dick got naked which is obviously a move on his part come on you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah that, that was I, I i didn't say i didn't get hard for that one it was just i had never it took me for shock because i thought i never really paid attention other than porn at that point no 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 not that you didn't get horny for him you couldn't get hard when you were posing so the guy took his clothes off to show you that's what you said you couldn't perform right oh yeah i didn't i didn't know how to pose Oh, okay, but that's, that's oh, okay, okay. You don't want to get hard in those pictures, right? I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But you know what? It was <laughs> uh, thinking back of it. It was a setup. Uh, yeah, it was nothing but him and his friend, and uh, <laughs> I, it was kind of erotic because the whole time after that, I saw it. I kept looking at it, but unfortunately, being at that point in the early twenties, in my early twenties, I was hard as rock the whole rest of the time. Oh, my God. But so they could see you because you're totally naked. So the minute he gets naked, your dick gets hard. So he knows it's on. Right. Eventually, you're going to be contacting him. <laughs> yeah. Oh and he had, he had a he kind of he kind of turned me into a size king or queen, whatever you call it. I mean, he was the first one I had. He was pretty like the next time I went over to and I blew him. We actually he knew what's up and he was trying me. And then yeah, I asked him to measure it. And he was pretty I thought about nine inches. Okay, but wait, let's dial it back for a second because it's kind of a funny story. When you say it was a setup, like, did you answer an ad? Like, did some, did they put an ad out, like, looking, like, artists looking for a nude model? 
Yes, it was. And actually, because I was trying <laughs> oh, to, you know, get some money. Yeah. Um, uh, and it was the ad in the back of that student paper was for him advertising himself. So when I called up, there's a miscommunication. And then I think him being a little, a little older than me kind of put two and two together. And the next thing you set up the whole date, the whole event. Okay, wait a second. I'm confused. But I think you were confused too. So you were confused. You saw an ad for a guy that was saying he will pose for art students, but you thought he was looking for art students to pose for him. You called up and said, I'll fucking get naked for you and paint you. But and and he was like, okay, but that really wasn't what the ad was for. Is that what you're saying? That is correct. Okay, okay, that's that clears it up. That's kind of funny. That's weird. You know what I mean? Who would have known that this kind of confusion would lead you to the first dick in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, was... what are the odds? <laughs> Maybe subconsciously you were looking for a man that wanted to get naked because that's what he was. That's what he was putting out, and somehow you went to that ad, advertised yourself as like, "I'll come and get naked for you," and you show up, and it's two guys. <laughs> Yes. Oh, my God. That is correct. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And then the guy with the huge dick gets naked in front of you. You're turned on, but nothing goes down then, right? Everything's kind of professional. Do they, how much did they pay you for that? At the time, for that time, I think it was like $200. Ever find yourself craving a getaway from the boring routine of daily life? Why not indulge in a super hot fantasy world on Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy audio stories. Whether you want to hear stories about two girls or two guys or a threesome or more some or solo play, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories and wellness sessions, and they also offer written stories. And you know what I love about Dipsy the most is their jump to the action button. So if you're really horny and you want to get right to the part where the action starts, you just click a button and it takes you right there. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon, that's 30 days full access for free. When you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon, dipsystories.com slash strictly anon, or just go to the description, click on the link to get 30 days of free access. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. That's a lot. Yeah.
Yeah, for that time, yeah, for the for the nineties, that's that's a lot for a college kid to to take down. And and I think they were expecting more because he, when I was leaving, mm-hmm. he he had, he was paying me a big, a big wad of cash, and I think he was trying to like, hey, guess what? You can earn more. I'm like, oh, I don't do pro. <laughs> Yeah, if anything, you went back for more for free. He didn't even realize he didn't yeah. have to pay you. You weren't you weren't a professional. It sounds like he kind of was in on this game, right? It kind of was a setup. Right. It's funny. So the whole story is funny to me. So, right. So now you go over to his house the next day because you're looking to get the picture that he drew of you or took of you or whatever to give your girl for a gift. Is that what was the reason why you went to his house? I went back like a week later. Okay, but now, it, did you go back, like, horny for him, knowing that, like, I'm, ho- like, or just, like, hoping that you would also get the pick and some action? Oh, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm like, I, I knew exactly what I was doing, and I went back. I, I wanted to experiment. So after you saw that big dick, you were, like, horny for it. Now, before that time of seeing that guy naked right in front of you, do you have any memories of being interested in guys before that? No. Interesting. So that was like your first time. And I think that could happen, right? You just had no idea. Like you said, you never were looking online. You never went looking for it. But there he was naked with that big dick. And somehow it like turned you on. And that was the first moment you realized you were into it. Yeah. I, I think when I realized I was into it, it took me a while to digest it. and Well, just a week, a while, a week, a week. Oh, that's all you <laughs> needed. And then you had a di- week later, you had a cock in your mouth. That's <laughs> not that long. <laughs> you work fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah, some people like a while for some people would be like six months, a year. Like you're like one week later, you digested it and you went over for some action. That's kind of ballsy. It's just funny to me. So you go over and like you say to him, hey, I want to get some pics. And what does he say? Oh, sure. Come in. Like, how does his dick wind up in your mouth? They'll walk me f- through that story. Well, I'm sitting there and I've made up the whole story. I need to draw me again for my, my girlfriend. This is like a stuff. porn. This is a good porn. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm sitting there, we're, we're making small talk and I think he knew what was, what was going to happen because yeah. uh, he started drawing and then we started talking about how impressed I was. I'm trying to remember this such a long time ago, how impressed I was with the size of it and, <laughs> and, and it does, did he do, does he sleep with women and does, does it fit all that in? And, and then I got, finally got to the balls enough to ask him, can I measure it? Cause he, I saw he had a ruler there. <laughs> and at this point he was actually hard now. So I was like soft. He was bigger than my heart on. Yeah, like, yeah, crap. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I, I went and measured it and, and we did the usual, uh, I guess he, he liked doing, he put his dick next to my dick and hard and kind of rubbed them together and, and I kept looking down and measuring it, and we measured each other. Believe it or not, first time and the only time I ever did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was nine inches. How much were you? Wait, how how big were you? <clears throat> Do you want that? Uh, I think he was nine and very skinny, and I was I'm six, and and he measured the thickness, and I was six by six in circumference. So you were thicker so than he him. Liked, Oh yeah, he liked that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the next time I'm just sitting there, stroking his dick, and got closer and closer, and finally, I that I tried to get that thing all the way in my mouth, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know how to deep throat yet. I don't know if you know how to now, but did you wind up swallowing? 
here's the thing. This is how young I was at it is I was so turned on yeah. that he barely touched me and I blew my load. And you know what happens sometimes when guys do that, they're going through some sort of life-changing event. I kind of freaked and, and took off. Oh, oh you uh, had like post-nut clarity. There you are. Like you just fucking you came go. and you got a guy. I understand that. I think everyone understands that. You came and you're like, you're done. And now you're like, what the fuck? So you didn't even finish your blowjob with him. No, no, but I did go back to him one more time after that. Okay, and what? And then did you finish that time? I, <laughs> I was, I'm kind of a jerk as a guy at that point. So <laughs> that next time I went there, again, I blew my load and took off. <laughs> oh my god, hilarious! So you never completed him? No, never did. Oh my god, yeah, but probably thoughts of this. Was he an older guy? Yeah, he was. I think at that time I was like 22. He was in his 30s. Yeah, so his, like, he just jerked off thinking about that whole scenario right after you left. And I'm sure, I'm sure by the time you got to the curb, he was already, he was, he already came as well. (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah, he, yeah, back then I think, I didn't know it at the time, but my wife tells me that I was here. Back when you were in college, you were hot. (laughs) I'm sure he had, he had a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of memories. I'm I'm glad. It was kind of fun to be stared at by those two guys and just being hard the whole time. Yeah, but, it's uh, a yeah. very weird position to be put in. I think a lot of guys have will probably never be in that position. But I but I wonder if more guys were, would they also realize what you realized at that point, which is wow. I'm kind of into looking at dick and having guys check me out, or because that really was like maybe if that didn't happen. Maybe you wouldn't have known. It kind of was that guy getting naked in front of you and having these guys looking at you naked that made you realize you had this thing for dudes, right? Yeah. 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 And it's not emotion, not emotionally. And it's yeah. not even bodies. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I've heard it. It's just dicks. I don't know yeah. what it is. <laughs> Just the dick. I mean, guys are visual. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. It used to blow my mind. And I used to argue with people back in the day because they'd be like, I don't like guys. But, but yeah, but I'm like, there's dicks in your mouth and a dick is a guy. So I used to have all these arguments until I realized after so many years of doing my show, there's so many guys like you. It, it's just a sexual thing. I forget how that doctor guy, Dr. Joe Court explained it, but he did a very good job explaining why there are guys like you that sometimes like to suck a dick and it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you're gay. It doesn't even right. mean you're bi, really. It just means sometimes you like to suck a dick. It's, it's just the way the wind blows. It's kind of, I forget the terms he used, but it was super interesting. But anyway, let's get to the swinging now because that happened after that, right? When do you start going to swingers clubs? Do you do that by yourself? I did it by myself. Or sex uh, parties. It, it, yeah, I did. Uh, there was a place in Southern California. It was before the internet, so I had, uh, I was just, uh, I didn't, I used to frequent the massage parlors, but I don't, didn't like it because it was too risky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get there in a bad rating, you're screwed. Yeah. So I went, I was up there and I saw this magazine in the back of the bookstore back when they had the magazines and it uh, listed uh, all these finger places. And I, Got a map the old-fashioned way, found it, and went in there. And it was, it was a very interesting place because it was a type a club where the guys had to be naked, the girls were lingerie, and and they proceed from there. So I would go there, like every other weekend, sometimes. And some nights you you did good, so other nights you you didn't do at all. And what I would do is. I did, after what being going there a couple of years, I did meet like a couple or a lady that I would see there a lot. 
but never would I see them outside the club. You just would hook up when you guys were there. Yeah, and we'd call each other, hey, I'm going to be there tonight and bring my friends. And then, and I'd be doing that back for a couple of years. It was really fun. When you really say fun. bring your friends, were you bringing your guy friends with you or your girlfriends with you or were they bringing their friends? They were bringing their friends. Okay, did was this like a secret life that you were living? Yes. Yeah, because you're doing all this kind of stuff that most people don't do in their 20s. Or maybe they do and nobody talks about it. I've had a lot of guy friends. No guy told me he was going to like sex clubs and, you know, flowing guys on the side. You know, you were hardcore when you were younger and had the balls to go and really do these things. But nobody knew about it. Right. And that, like I said, after that, the guy that I first uh, messed around with, yeah, I didn't touch another guy for almost 15 years right that's why we switched to the sex parties when so when you're going to the sex parties you're just hooking up with women right but did you get off on seeing the guys there as well was that a part of it for you like if my uh one of my good friends i used to play with all the time if she she had like a big dick it would be fun to watch in live so it would would be kind of cool you mean if her guy if her partner you mean her partner right she hooked up because there's so many guys there you could those girls can go there and they can pull five, six guys a night if they wanted to. Is that the kind of stuff that you would see when you went there? What was going down at those sex clubs you went to? Sometimes it was like you'd have a, somebody, some lady would have her birthday and then she would go through and asking guys, hey, it's my gangbang. Let's go upstairs. And <laughs> there'd be an actual line out the, out the door and oh, her right. husband just sitting there watching. and For her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else? Yeah, it just 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 good old fashioned sex there. Would you line up at that gangbang? Would you be down for that? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. just sometimes you just gotta. Hey, you already paid the money. Might as well have some fun, make some friends. Yeah, I would listen. I would have been more surprised if you said no. That's what you're there for. How many gangbangs do you think you participated in? Um, let's see. I, I I'd say more than ten. Wow. So a lot of crazy things. But no guy hookups when you were there, right? That doesn't go down in sex clubs, right? No, but at that point, too, girls, this is the early turn of the century, so girls were still hesitant about hooking up with other girls. As but well. as, as time went on, mm-hmm. it, it became more and more apparent. Yeah, yeah. How many years were you going to those sex clubs? Uh, I'd say about eight years. Wow. And so you had some regular couples that you would play with, but when you would play with them, what was it? Like you were like banging the wife in front of the husband? Yes. Huh? Would he join sometimes too? He he would join. Uh, there was a couple of times where one of the guys would try to join and he was trying to sneak his dick in my mouth. And at that point, I wasn't into it. So I just kind of turned away. And after that, I think, uh, yeah, they stopped playing with me because I think that was the wife was the bait for me to get with the husband. Yeah. yeah. And why weren't you into him? You just didn't like his dick because you do like dick sometimes, but not his. I do. Yeah. You know what? It, it's just uh, the way, stage of my life. I was more into the, to the women at that point. And you were getting a lot of women. Now, were you did were you dating that prude girl at that time or were you single while you were no, dating No, no, no. We broke up with her. That was the best thing I did. <laughs> uh, made me made because she was such a prude. And you're such an and you're such not a prude and you're not a prude. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was free at that point. So I was just just enjoying it. Yeah, and what kind of crazy, anything else crazy that you did at those sex parties that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I mean, other than just playing, uh, this show would be vanilla sex. That's all That's all I did. I mean, it, it was more of quality or quantity at that point for mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Variety. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was after, and I was having a great time. 
making friends, but nothing too crazy. Uh, actually, the one that was kind of crazy, you love this, is but one of the couples I played with, I found out later that the guy was bi and kind of wanted to mess around with me. Yeah. And what happened is I was, we all got together in a four-way basically, but I was dating another girl and mm -hmm. his, the guy that's interested in me, his partner was leaning over me, kind of uh, massaging me, jerking me off a little bit from behind. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, her guy was banging her so that I think he was getting off pretending that he was inside of me the whole time. That's kind of weird, but that was, that was an interesting event. Yeah, because listen, I think even to this day, it's still not okay for guys to hook up with guys, even at sex clubs. And so I think that there's a lot of probably that kind of stuff going on. But did you, you never saw guy on guy action there? No, but I do know that it happened, but they kept that very quiet and go back to a back room or something. But yeah, I wasn't like in the big public spaces. Yeah, totally. It's weird, but true. I've heard it a million times. Okay, so now you go through that period and stuff. Now, did it, did it only last eight years because you eventually met the woman that you're married to now? Once we got married, we did actually together start going to parties. Oh. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. You know what girls dig? Guys with confidence. And that's especially true in the bedroom. Remember back in the day when you were always super hard and ready to go? Want to get that confidence back in bed? Well, then you need to check out Blue Chew. Blue Chew is an online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. The process is super simple. All you got to do is sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical professionals, and once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to have an awkward convo, and there's no waiting in line. Your prescription is going to be delivered right to your door in a discreet package. Don't think you need it? Wondering if it works? Well, don't worry. You're going to get to try it for free for a whole month because Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. I've got a special deal for my listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use my code strictly anon at checkout. Pay just $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code strictly anon to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I think Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, and now how did that go down? So now you tell her, like when you meet her, you tell her you've hooked up with guys. She tells you she's hooked up with women. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And that's one thing too, was because uh, she told me about that right before we were supposed to get about a couple of weeks before we were supposed to get married. And mm -hmm. I was actually kind of relieved because I felt the energy from her and I didn't want to marry her and her not having experienced that. Okay, and you were like, and then is that when you copped to the fact that you were with guys? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how did she exactly. react? She was kind of cool about it. Since she's significantly younger than me, she's 15 years younger than me, she was really open to it. She said, oh, okay. Nonchalant, no judgment, nothing. Almost casual. Okay, and now when did the sex parties, let's go to the these, I've been going to swinger clubs, sex parties, whatever. When did that come up? Same conversation? Yes. Same conversation, getting everything out in the open before we got mm -hmm. too, too deep into the relationship. Right. And so she was down and you said, let's go together. And she was down with it. Uh, actually, after about a, uh, two years after we got married, we, we went to a, a, a domination party. 
Oh, interesting. That was pretty. That was that was an interesting part. I was better than the sex club. It was more more intense. If yeah. you ask me, I got to see a lot of scenes. I got uh-huh. to see medical play. I got to see the uh, we were cross. We walked in, uh, and the first thing we see as soon as we get in the door, some guy on that weird cross, that X looking thing, had yeah. a whole. He had a whole fist up his ass and was going to melt. So we, we, oh we just looked at each other. Holy crap. This is ridiculous. The hardcore. Oh, my God. But And now, why did you guys choose that one? Was it just like what, the theme that was going down at that time? Or were you guys into BDSM? It was uh, just some, an ad we saw. We met, we knew some uh, casual friends that were going to it. We just hey, let's go have a, a big goof. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you guys do anything when you were there? No, we didn't. However, my wife got uh, propositioned by a, a lady to be part of a scene of nothing but women. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it was good for us. We didn't do it because it was just kind of like we weren't prepared. Yeah. Because we're brand new, a brand new married couple. And we weren't prepared. But she, but it, it did kick the conversation off later for, for possibly opening that up. And did you ever start going to like swingers clubs and actually hooking up with other people while you were there? The closest we've done is just playing next to other people. You guys having um, sex in front of other people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And does that go down a lot? It, it goes down when we can break away. But yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And okay. probably about once every couple months. So you guys are kind of like swingers. But for some reason, you're not into either one of you or not into seeing your partner with anyone else. But what you guys get off on is just playing with each other out in public in front of other people. I, I told her many times, we go to these clubs and you want to go have fun, go have fun. It's just, it's like dancing. Go just, I want my friend to have fun. So she's, she, she's aware of that. And I told her my dream is to see her get, get her, uh, get her screwed by a really big dick. Yeah. I would think you'd be into that. And, but she's not interested in doing that. She is, but it's kind of like other parts of life. Kind of, she's such a good lady uh-huh. that other she's her her energies are in other parts of life right now. Right, and it's just, it's time consuming to find that guy, set it all up, and everything. And it's just not right. happening right now. But you think down the line she'd be open to doing it? Yes, she would be. Now, has she hooked up with women while she's been with you? Yes. Uh huh. So, how does that work for her? Does, does she obviously not doing it at these parties? Does she do it solo as well? She did it with friends that she's done before. So she'll just go hang out. And then the next thing you know, she'll tell me the next day, hey, we, we, we fucked last night. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <Fine>. she never <laughs> brings any girls home for you or anything like that. Are you into that whole experience? Have you ever had that with her? Like a threesome with a girl, with her, with a girl? Not yet. We've talked about it, but not yet. And we've talked about the devil's threesome too. So it's, it's in the talking point but we just got to make it happen yeah yeah. how long you guys been married for about 15 years 15 years and it hasn't happened yet to bisexual people that go to swingers clubs all this action going on and it's never been you've never and she fucks these girls but never even like for your birthday or valentine's day like had a girl in bed with her at home for you nothing i mean i don't understand that's a little weird yeah i know what's wrong with you guys that's what (laughs) I could coordinate it for you. You want me to be the middle manager here? You want me to hook that up for you guys? I don't understand. <laughs> so what's your fucking problems? We're just moving as a couple and just take it slow. 
Slow. No, you're not. First of all, the guy who goes and blows a guy after one week of seeing his dick is not taking it slow. You're not the slow person here. It's your girl. I don't know why she's never brought a girl home for you or why you've never been able to in 15 years make that happen, especially that you go to swingers parties. Does she not want to hook up with a girl in front of you? I don't get it. I, I you know what? That's a good conversation. I got I got to got to bring up. <laughs> yeah. You, you talking, you get some uh, other feedback so I can bring this up to her but yeah and in fact this is like even a couple uh, years ago she came out and said hey we had a discussion about me being able to play with guys and she's like as long as it doesn't take away from emotional stuff go for it so that was been off uh, on the table again too for myself no, I know we're going to get to you, but I just still can't get past her. Like you got, you're a guy that would love to see her with another girl. Correct. Okay. And your girl does hook up with other girls. Yes. She's into women. Mm-hmm. Why has she never hooked up with a woman at a sex club? Yeah, um, I, you know what? I think I'm going to just, I'm going to spitball this one. I think after the whole lockdown stuff, she got a little germaphobe. Okay, but you've been going for, you've been married 15 years. You started swinging two years before. I could do the math. There's probably about seven years you guys were going to swingers clubs together. So forget about COVID. That's no excuse. Mm-hmm. Why before that, all those times that you went to swingers clubs, did she never wind up hooking up with women? Do you guys have some sort of rule or regulation going in that you guys weren't going to hook up with other people when you were there? You know what? At, at those earlier points, we did not talk about it. It was just we showed up and let things happen if they happen yeah and and then i think that's probably what probably kept us from unlocking a further point we didn't get off on, a, on the right foot and i should have probably guided her a little bit more since i was a little seasoned at it but i didn't no it's just weird that you guys have such weird communication because she's into women you're into men you both have free passes you sleep with dudes she sleeps with girls i can't get past the fact that she you've never seen her with a girl like maybe she's uncomfortable like letting you see that part of her because she's that's a big part of who she is you say she goes and she hooks up with girls she comes home tells you about it but and you guys go to sex clubs so there's women all around like you said it's okay for women to be with women in sex clubs now that's a common normal thing but yet she's never been down to do it even though she's into it and so it's like it's weird that she doesn't do that in front of you ever you've brought up that you want to see her with another guy that's never been able to you can't make that happen i get why that's a harder thing to make happen uh but it just doesn't make sense that you haven't been able to make the threesome with the girl happen considering your girl is into girls have you ever asked her to for a threesome with a woman yeah i i have uh, and uh she said she down to it and another thing is too is where we live there's not a lot of women that she's attracted to right so she doesn't hook up with women that often no, she's she's had a, she's not as I guess d- detached as I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, she needs a connection or something. Of course, yeah. Women are different like that. Yeah. Okay, I get it. All right, let's go to you now. So let's talk about how it works with you and seeing guys on the side. So like she, when you guys get married, she knows you've been with guys, she's been with women, but there's another thing of you guys, like it's a whole different thing to say, oh, I've been with other people than to say, let's also be with other people while we're married. How did that come into play in your relationship? It was all due to her having that one experience with after we were married. And then we just brought it up and I said, hey, if you can have women 
can I have, can I go play with the guy? And she thought about it for a long time. And then she finally said, yes, it's okay. What's a long time to you? Two hours later? About, <laughs> a couple, I think a couple, a couple weeks. Okay. So she went, okay. So maybe she doesn't hook up with girls a lot. She hooked up with a girl once, wound up telling you about it. And you said, Hey, since you were able to do that, could I go do that too every now and then? Because you had not, since you've been with her, you had not been with a guy since that time when you were in college. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And she said, she came back to you and eventually said, okay. That's, that's about it. Yeah. Because she had most of her experience with women before we got married. I get Showing it now. Her. Yeah, I get it. Okay. She, she doesn't really hook up with women as much as I was thinking. But she gave you the pass then. She eventually decides to give you the pass. And so what do you do with that pass? And does she have any rules about that pass? Is it like you could do it, but I don't want to know about it? Is she like, you could do it and I want to be there? Or is she like, you could do it and then come home and tell me about it? What did you guys agree to? Right, right now, it's the, you can do it. Just don't tell me about it. And don't, don't, don't let that stuff interfere with the, the rest of the house. Okay. So how long after she gives you that free pass do you hook up with your first guy? Actually, I went to, you know, got curious, and I think about about a month later, I ended up going to an adult bookstore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just in there watching watching porn, and they had the glory hole in there, and somebody poked a, poked her, their dick through, and I just kind of like, okay, let's, let's see if this is still fun. And I went down on him for a little bit, and he pulled out and took off, and that's pretty much it. Did you finish him that time or were you still like coming so quickly after? Because this is the first time you've been with a guy for, in a long time. No, he, he actually, I didn't get to finish him because he just pulled out. He just took off. I think he was just trying to edge the whole night. That's some random dude, you know, medium-sized cock. Just, okay, let's just see how this goes. And, yep, and that, I went there. And, and then I think after that, I went to... Went to a, a nude beach, and there, there's the straight part of the beach, and then there's in the back there's the gay part. Mm-hmm. And this was probably the last time I did this type of play. But long story short, I ended up blowing three guys at once. <laughs> you make up for a lost time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, for me, is if my kink is if they have a bigger dick than me, I, I, I for some reason I get really turned on. I think it's because we all get wired certain ways. And I think our first experiences tend to create that wiring, whichever way it's going to go. And I think Mm -hmm. because you saw that first guy that you saw was so much bigger, that was that thing that was so charged that first scenario that that's probably like really imprinted. And like you said, turn you into a size king like that ha- that kind of stuff happens it's in a lot of times it's right. because it's your first experience or such a supercharged experience and then it plays out forever that's like what you're into and that was that was the last time i did public play because when i was leaving that that area that people started running because there was like police coming and <laughs> and then they, they said <laughs> someone said if you get caught here you become a sex offender i'm like oh shit that's it that's again that's the rule as long as it doesn't interfere with everything else so be smart so that's the last time i did anything with the with like the bookstores or or parks because it's not worth it 
Yeah, but let walk me through that scenario because this is the difference between men and women again. And I've said this before on my show because I have gay friends and I know what goes down with between guys sometimes. And a lot of times the scenarios are like straight up out of a porn. And if it happened with a woman, it would be like rape. Like never are you yeah. hear a woman say, oh, I went to a nude beach. And well, maybe on my show you might hear it. But most women don't go to the beach and fuck three guys at one time. But guys do. It's, it's not that big of a deal. It's just crazy how guys roll. It It is a different kind of a thing so like how do you wind up blowing three guys at a nude beach everybody was watching these other two guys play and there's four or five guys there and, and i'm sitting there watching too and i start feeling these guys start start putting hands on my butt and we're all standing together watching this and then next thing i know i'm kind of stroking one guy off another guy and everybody had seven eight inch dicks and it's like okay i'm gonna have some fun and decide to go on knees and Went back and forth between all three of them, making sure they didn't they didn't touch me because I didn't want to go too quick. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was pretty much that's about it right there. I don't know if you're lying or you're just a bad storyteller, but I don't understand. So do you wind up fucking blowing them to completion this time? I did two of them. What? The third I did two of them. The uh -huh. third guy I did not because that's when people started moving around because they thought the cops were coming. Okay, now did you swallow? At that point, I did try to swallow one, but it, I wasn't used to the taste. <laughs> okay, so have you been with guys since? I have been with guys since that. I did try try out a, a, a bathhouse. Uh, again, didn't finish the completion, but did manage to jerk one guy off. Did manage to hook up, try to hook up with a, a guy with a beautiful, beautiful dick. But he was—he could not fit. Uh, I was going to try to to bottom for the first time, but he could not fit. So uh, that that one had to uh, put a stop on that one. I did finally get to bottom one time, and that was uh, with the masseuse. And uh, that was a that was a good time. That was very interesting. Where does where does this masseuse come into play in the story? At what point? Let's just say well, about two years ago. Okay, so how do you find that masseuse? He was, he was a masseuse slash waxer guy. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, doing the waxing thing just for the clubs and look good. And, and he was, because uh, usually after my wife said it was okay if I, I went to play, I used to do female waxers. But now I do the male waxers in case something happens. No, I don't feel guilty about it. And uh, yeah, so he, uh, he was doing the, the services and massaging and he was getting pretty handsy one day. And she started with a, with a nice massage and oiling me up and then slowly making his, his fingers down to the, the taint area, kind of massaging it that way, prepping and started working working the, the fingers in there. And then he asked if I wanted a bottom. I said, okay, I'll try it out. I had a good time when he did. Yeah, but let me ask you this. Had you ever bottomed yourself? Were you shoving things inside your ass? Did you know that you were into anal? Were you doing anything with your girl? Were you playing by yourself? Yeah, we. I've been pegged by, by her once or twice. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, and then sometimes I, I do the the butt plug when I got some alone time. Mm -hmm. So you were looking to be bottomed. You knew you were a bottom. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> you knew I was a bottom. <laughs> yes. And, I, and that's what I discovered, too, with him. I actually was able to have a, a hands-free prostate orgasm, which was pretty cool. That first time. You never experienced that by yourself when you were being No, pegged? I did not. Especially with, yeah, because I think the. I think it was just the way the dildos felt. They were a little too stiff or rigid mm -hmm. as opposed to a real one. So, 
Now, did you have to tip that guy extra because he fucked you in the ass? <laughs> I just went back again. <laughs> That's his tip. <laughs> I mean, did you know that he was he like a professional guy, like in a shop, or was he like at his house? How do you like? How does a guy that's just doing a regular waxing service wind up like banging you? Because listen, I know that massage parlors that guys go to for happy endings. Everyone knows that that's what's going down. I don't know that people are going there just for a regular massage. A regular massage place are typically pretty legit. Was this like a very legit place, or was this like a place that you're like, oh, this might be some of a place I could get action in? Like, how do you know the difference? I would say his advertisements. Well, where do you find him? Uh, on, online, of course. But where online? Oh, I just googling. I was just googling male wax services, and they all came up on the Google sheet. And then I looked at his and say, "Oh, okay, there's a lot of a lot of interesting art on this." And I went in there, and yeah, he was. Where's there? Where was he working? He was working in an office. It wasn't a. It wasn't a, a house or a garage. It wasn't an office. Uh huh. And was it with other people working there too, or was it his own private place? It was. He could tell his own private practice. <laughs> okay. And what was so risky about his ads that you knew that this might be a guy that would be doing a little extra stuff? Uh, there's a lot of pride flags. A lot of half nude there on there. Just just the way they, the pictures were presented in my estimation. Yeah, this guy's kind of. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he might be a little bit risque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. you had to have tipped him. He's not doing that for fun. Isn't he doing that for, like, money? I don't know. When you go, or isn't that kind of like now you're at, like, a happy ending place and he winds up bottoming you? Do you have to give him a bigger tip and you don't wind up paying for that? No, I didn't. And I asked him if he wanted a tip. He's no, because then that would make it professional. I'm like, okay. okay. That would make him a professional. And so you wind up going back to him? Yeah, mm-hmm. a couple times. And always bottomed and, and being bottomed by him? Yep, I did. I did. And, he, that was a, and actually, that was the first time I ever had someone eat my ass out. And that was ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't tell your wife about any of this stuff, right? Did she know that all of this like all of this, is on the table if you hook up with a guy? Not just blowjobs, right? Yes. But I don't, I don't tell her about it, but yes. And you use protection? Of course. Right. Now, is that the only guy you b- had bang you? <laughs> Yes. And when was that? That was uh, two years ago. And uh, yeah, ever since then, I think as far as hooking up with guys, that was the last one. That was the last guy. How come? We had a kind of a falling out. Basically, I canceled on him and he tried to charge me full price. He kind of got a little weird. And so, and then when I tried to book with him again, he kept blocking me. So I was like, I'll go find a service somewhere else. But how come you haven't had any guys in two years is really my question. Not him. Oh, why? Why I, you know what? Again, it's just the season. Mm-hmm. I just uh, busy. Yeah, with busy other with, things. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's with other stuff, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at right now. Uh, hopefully, we we might be going to. Me and the wife might be going to Palm Springs or Nevada or Florida this this summer. So it'll be kind of fun too if we can go to a lifestyle resort at that point. Now, do you guys ever have, it just doesn't sound like you guys talk about anything. Do you guys ever have conversations about taking any steps into doing anything more in front of each other? Because it sounds like you both have free passes to go hook up with whoever you want. And you do. She doesn't really, but she has a free pass. She gave you a free pass. You guys have been to sex parties and you fucked in front of people. But, and this has been for 15 years. 
you've never had a conver and I know you said you've brought up like hey would you be with a guy you've told her you would love to see her with a girl but like in 15 years like how come you guys like never crossed the line and done anything more have you had conversations that she doesn't want to or or have you com had conversations that you want to actually do more and cross those lines I, I do we've had them and I think the problem is we've had them usually just part of bedroom play Mm -hmm. And so, sometimes things are said in the heat of the moment that you know, each party's not going to take for real just because they're in the heat of the moment. I think I think in the future, you bring it up. I think we need to have a sit down somewhere else and have that conversation. And now what about like you playing with women? You don't have a free pass for that, right? No. And she's not that's, interested that's... in seeing you with another woman. She's never brought that up to you. No, I've even poked her about that. She's, she's ambivalent about it. Uh, yeah. And now, do you guys still go to sex clubs? Like in the past nine, in two years, right? You haven't been with a guy. You've only been with your wife. She hasn't really told you about being with any girls. You haven't had threesomes. Have you been going to the swingers clubs in the past two years? Yeah, last time we went was the summer. Okay, and so you just go and you're still just having sex in front of people. Is your wife, yeah. like, does she get into that? Yeah, it is. It's it's really fun. We have a good time there. We pick up all that energy. She kind of boost the boost the old sex drive and what happened too last time is in her opinion there was no good looking guys there at all uh, so she's I'm not, yeah but she's still we still like to pick up that energy so when you do go are you looking for guys for her to hook up with why would she say there's no good it just sounds like you guys go there just to be with each other it doesn't sound like you've ever gone there looking for other people she's never looking for girls even though she likes them you she wasn't into being with another guy yet she said last time like no good looking guys are, are do you go to these clubs looking for a guy for her to bang no if it happens she's a more of a heat of the moment type thing lady so i think when we go we're there to see whatever happens happens but most of the time it's to, for us to play with ourselves to play with each other but you guys never communicate ahead of time of let's go there, let's try another guy. Or why would she say uh, there were no hot guys there tonight? Yeah, I just I was I was uh, sitting there because me and her we had that game where we just check out dicks and and then she said. Oh, you didn't tell me that. So you guys talk about guys' dicks when you're there. <laughs> yeah, right, you it's didn't pretty cool. That okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're talking about a lot of not communicating. You're not telling me what you actually are talking about. You're not talking about a lot of things that you should be talking about, but you are talking about other guys' dicks when you go to the Swingers Club. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you... Do you guys Do you guys talk about chicks too or just guy guys? Just guys. Okay, and so how? what are those conversations like? We have to four minutes. Give me... like what? Oh, you... she's... Uh, yeah, she's... A lot of times they'll be sitting there and be like... Um, Look at that guy. We make a joke like, oh, because we see him talking to this tiny little girl and this guy had a baseball bat. And she's like, oh, she's just going to go like, split in half or that's a nice, and she will always say that's a nice looking dick. Uh, but that's pretty much as far as it goes. It's not. But do you give your, but do you give, do you say, oh yeah, that's fucking hot. I love that big cock. Do you, you know, yeah, openly I, act like you're into it in front of her? I, I would say, I would tell her, actually one time, yeah, I'd tell her, hey, that's a nice looking dick. I would love to double blowjob that with you. And what does she say? But no. no. Oh, she just, she just laughs. And do you, when you guys are like role playing at home and she's pegging you and stuff, like, I mean, do you guys like talk about being with other people or, or you being bi? Like, is she turned on by that at all? Or is it just kind of something that she tolerates because you're into it? 
I think she just tolerates it. Because it is a don't ask, don't tell. She doesn't want to know about it. Right. I think to tolerate, but she, I'll give all the dirty play. I mean, we, we buy some, we buy some big, uh, bigger dildos and, and some nights all she has to do is when she wants a, a bigger dick, just ask for it and I'll go give it to her and I'll give her a whole story about it. And she just sits there and takes it and enjoys it. But you're, but the whole role play scenario is kind of like she's with another guy and you're watching. And she Correct. knows you like guys with bigger dicks. Yes. And she knows you're into like getting fucked in the ass because she pegs you. She's is she into that herself? Does she do that for yeah, you? Yeah, she actually thinks it's pretty. Yeah. she's actually thinks it's pretty cool. She, <laughs> but uh, I, I get a little uncomfortable. I, for some reason, I get a little uncomfortable uh, doing it with her. Not because it's a feel good. I guess it's just being a little vulnerable in front of her. I just don't like. It. I find I have to work out through that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So are you jonesing for guys or what about girls? I mean, you had so much variety. Is it kind of like you're done with the variety because you've had so many women? I mean, do you ever crave uh, more variety when it comes to women as well, considering you've been with the same woman for 15 years? Uh, you know what? I'm a guy. Yes, I do crave it, but there's no there's no need to, Mark. My wife gives me everything I need for it. Yeah. I know that sounds hokey as I'm, as I'm sitting No, out. and I think that also, I think also part of your answer would be probably, I would assume that you get going to these sex clubs together and pegging. You guys really keep your sex life interesting. There's a lot of variety yeah. in what you guys do together that I think that stuff like that really does help then from feeling the need to go and have variety in real life because it sounds like you guys do a lot of stuff together. I mean, you're thinking about going on a lifestyle vacation. You go to sex clubs every now and then. She gives you a free pass, so you get to do whatever you want. She pegs you sometimes. I mean, you guys know how to keep it fun, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, she's, she's, she's my best friend, so I just like, uh, if she said go ahead and have a have a lady tonight, I'd be like, okay, I'd be the quickest two minutes that I'll have. But yes, <laughs> it would happen. But I'm not going to go out fishing for it. It's just there's no there's no reason to yeah to fell everything up just because they're getting stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, like she does, she's like really cool with you. The fact that she's given you that free pass and she does all this other stuff with you, so mm-hmm. you kind of have a me. Does she know you're calling in? No. Okay, cool. Of course not. I'm a typical guy. Yeah, yeah, I get I hear you, Brandon. Okay, listen, thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. Towards the end, I was like, is he full of shit? But it's just, I don't know, some of your stories. And the <laughs> I'm like, imagine you're making this all up, and I believed you 90% of the time. But towards the end, I started to think, oh, it's, I don't know. Let's see what other people say. But listen, if you want to send me in, some guys send me in anonymous pics. Of, people on my Patreon are more interested in seeing the pics of the girls. But what I'll do is I'll give you access to my discord channel once your episode is up you could go in there and say you're brandon from my uh, this episode and you could talk to my patreon members so you could probably meet some dudes on there if you want okay i'll I'll be posting later yep okay cool well i'm no i'm gonna give you that link when your episode goes up because i don't want your post to be so far away i want it to be when people listen to your episode they go on my discord and they see you on there right then you know what i mean so i'll give you access to my discord when your episode goes up you'll get free access everybody else pays but you'll be able to post stuff and talk to people over there okay okay that sounds good all right awesome thanks so much for calling in brandon all right thank you bye bye 